listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our show on 812.15, follow me on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email us via the Absolute Radio website. Them's the choices. We've had a whatever happened to. What? I should say very early out the track. It's become a bit of a tradition, a very early mm. whatever happened to. Has it? I like what if, this whatever person. Whatever happened to late, whatever happened to. <laughs> <laughs> well, 848, I like the sound of them, I like the cast of their jib, but I'm not sure I agree with this, because they've got whatever happened to toilet attendants, and then they say, P.S. very much been enjoying binge-watching Is Chance from Cheryl Tweedy? <laughs> <laughs> I very much enjoyed what, sorry? <laughs> Binge watching Chance in a Million this week. Oh, wow. So I've read it out mainly for that, because yeah. I would say toilet attendants go into any, you know, West End night spot and you will find a toilet attendant. Is that attendant. true? See, I don't really go to those places. No. I, no. I'm a very um, much an anti-fan of the toilet attendant. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't right. want people offering me polos while I'm... <laughs> At the urinal. Well, it can be what, expensive. What are, what are as well. they trying to say exactly? Oh, what are they getting? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it'll cost you a pound a time. Anything less than a pound. Oh, is that no, a little unacceptable? Need, I don't need. I don't even wash my hands in the toilet. I don't Whoa. need an attendant. Oh, charming. <laughs> you couldn't get this zip for me, could you? <laughs> <laughs> I've got very sticky hands from the been having a um, crudite next door. Been having a bit of crudite. Yeah, I'll bet you have. No! <laughs> and the other whatever happened to is from 180, whatever happened to Dalmatian dogs. Oh, I no, think they're still you going. still see them. Growing that, up in Lancashire in the 70s, I would often see them being walked around the local parks, but now I can go all year without seeing one. No, I've, I, I spotted one recently. Lovely Fast use of spotting. Come on! Come on! I, I love that. Now, Dalmatian wow. dogs are definitely, they're definitely around. Yeah, yeah. okay. And um, fast, they're amongst the few had... creatures that can give the whippet a run for a money. Is that right? Oh, yeah. And poodles, they and go... I imagine the spots... They can put a shift on. The spots sort of become stripes when they're running <laughs> yeah. their fastest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that the Dalmatian was fast. Doesn't really make sense the movie. How were they, how were they caught? Good well, question. They're a willowy type of dog, aren't they? Lovely willowy. physiques. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a fat one, but there'll be one in the tabloids eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a fat pet there in the uh, tabloids for a while now. <laughs> fat pet, Dr. Groper. Um, strange, um, strange thing in food. Yeah. Yeah. Foreign objects in food, I think we enjoy. These, yeah. these are the standard. Oh, and um, very, very cold swim on uh, New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Outrage person with parking ticket, but that's normally local papers, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's, that's okay. more. And they'll be holding the ticket and yeah. pointing at it and looking angry for all yeah. the people who um, can't read. I'm not saying that's a good... I mean, you know, God bless them. Um, <laughs> I feel I have to mention the fact that... Um, the football team I support. Oh yeah, have, have... I, I just laughed at that. Who's that? There is a story attached. What is it? And... What do they go by again? What's I think we're going to go over to you for the uh, Frank Spencer <laughs> impression. They're in a bit of trouble. They have had a bit of trouble. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Just Excellent picture work this. Out. Just picture this. In case you haven't heard this story, um, welcome back to England. You've obviously just arrived. <laughs> Four West Bromwich Albion players, two which are um, very much known as model pros. Mm. 
Um, went out. I mean, I think we don't know for certain there was drink involved, but they ended up um, at a drive-through McDonald's at five thirty in the morning in Barcelona. Alcohol, and, uh, the very idea. Mint. They got a cab. They took a cab back to the hotel, which seems common sense until you realise that they were that the driver wasn't in here. Yeah, they literally took a cab. They, t- they, they literally took a cab. Took a cab. Very yeah. good. And um, <laughs> it's almost as if they feel entitled in some way. I like I the idea that the the Albion um, West Bromwich Albion have, have been part of the pioneers of the driverless car. <laughs> Perhaps they misunderstood that, and it just that just means you don't need the actual driver. I so don't know they, where the driver was. I mean, where well, was no. it? And presumably, but they. The detail which I enjoyed was that they left the keys at the hotel reception. That's Even though nice the hotel touch. had nothing to do with the cab, it was just that sense, well, we've done the right thing. I think that's a nice touch. Perhaps where was the driver <laughs> Yeah. But the, where does a driver go? It's a drive-through McDonald's. It's the one place you'd think a driver would be in their car. Are you suggesting perhaps that they might have turfed him out of his oh, seat? Yeah, I, I hope, hope that, not. I hope that, that didn't bad. happen. That. But I just imagine if you were in. Let's let's say I, I was in Barcelona on holiday, and uh-huh. I'd been out clubbing, and I come out of my club and I hailed a cab, <laughs> and it was being ri- ri- driven by Gareth <laughs> Barry, yeah, <laughs> Johnny Evans, and let's <laughs> see what's going. What? How could this possibly be happening? Oh dear. I'll tell you what I am. I'm going to the match this afternoon. I do look forward to shouting like when Gareth Barry picks yeah. up the picks up the ball in the centre of the park as he often does and looks around for an opening and I'll be able to share anywhere on the left here it's fine (laughs) (laughs) Absolute 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 Radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio I think the worst thing about this West Bromwich Albion story for me is the um, is the idea of going to a 24-hour drive-through McDonald's whilst in Barcelona. Surely there's some tapas, even at five in the morning. It's yeah. like a 24-hour city, Barcelona. Surely they could have all just had tapas and, and perhaps another small beer. Yeah. Can I remind you again how a football is? <laughs> <laughs> Steak, what's their favourite food, Frank? Or usually steak. Yeah. In, in the old, I mean, it's probably all changed now. But in, yeah. when I was a kid at the football program, it would say um, favorite food mm-hmm. steak. Favorite drink. Favorite drink would be something. <laughs> it wouldn't be alcohol. No. Because even though it all obviously was <laughs> in those days, <laughs> biggest influence on Korea, my dad. Yeah. What would you be if you weren't a footballer, electrician? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Favorite player, Pele. <laughs> yeah, and a weird thing in the West Brom program. Favorite singer Ben E King. They all chose oh. Ben E King. It must have been a thing at the club. Huh? Yeah, not totally sure who he is. He was in one of the big soul bands. Stand by me. Yeah. No, was oh. that him? Yes, it was. I believe, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Thank you. Daisy's nodding. Thank you. Oh, Daisy and uh, <laughs> etc. Um, I'm sure he was in a band, wasn't he? Wasn't he in the Temptations? Oh, very possibly. This is, mm. this anyway. is where the uh, the readers will allow us the answer. Pretty sure. Yeah, we're not really a soul type show, though. <laughs> you are don't we? think? You no, think this show has no soul? People are already at home now saying, "What they talking about soul for?" <laughs> <laughs> That'll be happening. Um, I'm wearing a jacket this morning, a tweed jacket, and I'll tell you, it's oh. odd that I'm wearing it. And I'll tell you why it's odd. Um, 
It's a jacket that I bought in Edinburgh a few years. When I say I bought it, I was. Can they I asked a proper me, look at it. Hang on a second. They asked me yeah. to interview. Um, oh. Um, Russell Brand, and um, my manager, of course, said, "Okay, but he'll need a clothing allowance." <laughs> so they gave me some money, and I went and bought this jacket for the interview. It's and, a nice jacket, uh, so right? Well, I've it's I've gone off it. Uh-huh. So I did a thing which I've often done. I went away on holiday this week, not in England. I had a... A staycation. Yes, I had one of those. Go on. Mm. Don't do it, Frank. Do it. I had, I had a staycation. <laughs> um, I like saying it. Say it. Yes, Frank say it. Bullying right. someone into saying staycation. <laughs> okay, I had a staycation. Good boy. <laughs> and I took this because I have... A, I don't know if, if this is a common thing or something I've developed myself, but I often... I get a thrill from coming back from any sort of holiday with less in my bag than uh, I took with me. A 100. It's my so, favourite thing. So once one thing I'll do, um, like if I've got some shoes that are nearing the end of their um, okay, wearability... Okay, going weird now. I didn't... Yeah, I'll, t- I'll wear them take for them. the... I'll sure take them for the, the holiday and then leave, just leave them in the hotel room. I think this is great. I started okay. doing it with jacket. underwear because we got a text about it and I, mm. I, I realised I can implement this into my life. I've now got no underwear, but that's the other so point. So are you that? suggesting you wore, you do own the jacket because you so want to I use it, it up? I wore this jacket as it was the jacket's last hurrah. Well, that was my plan. And I was oh. going to leave it in the just in the wardrobe at the hotel. Really? Right. They would have posted it back, though, I'm sure. No, well, that, I did worry about that. Like, you yeah. couldn't get away from it. Like, you know, Ronnie Rich had to spend a million quid before he could uh, get... It's like how to lose a jacket in ten days. <laughs> I've watched that film. That'd be a good uh, rom-com. Yeah, I'd love that. Um, but uh, at the end, when it came to it and I was packing, I, I couldn't quite... You started Did to like it? it during your well, week. Your like final it. Week. Likes a big word. Let's <laughs> give <laughs> Frankie Howard. But um, Kat said to me, "You're not leaving that jacket, are you?" And then I thought, oh, "Well, you know, maybe I'll take the jacket. I don't get many." I think comments. you're hard on the jacket. I think the jacket is great. I like right, it. Here it is. And also, it's tweed. Very durable fabric. It'll last you ages. Oh, God, it's durable. Yeah. Why don't you see it as just work clothes? Do you know what I mean? Because I don't think those count, really. Um, well, all my clouds are worth clouds. <laughs> oh, yes, that's um, true. I've forgotten about that. Any. I'll tell you what happened to me. Can I do this now? We're in a rush. I had a letter. This is to signify I've got a letter. I had a letter <laughs> from, a radio, um, from BAM. Did you? Do you remember now, in case you don't know the story of BAM... Um, <laughs> the story of BAM? The story of BAM is... Um, <laughs> is that uh, Alan Cochran was talking about how he loved bamboo socks more than anything. Yes. I, I was talking about how, how I was given them at Christmas. And yeah. I said, I don't like this. It sounds like we're trying to get free stuff. And I, yeah. dis- I disapprove of that on the radio. I hear it too much. <laughs> and yeah. so I said, don't send me any of your stupid bam stuff. Yeah. And, and sure enough, they sent some beautiful socks the following week with a distinct note that I wasn't to have any of them. Yeah. Which I took, I, I think I said at the time, I respected yeah, them. Yeah, you like that, didn't their you? Mm. Anyway, I, I got a letter from uh, Bam today um, saying, Dear Frank, we feel nobody should miss out on experiencing the softness of Bam, so here's some bamboo you didn't want. Enjoy. And they've sent me a whole range of clothing no. in, on the bamboo front. Oh, lovely. So what about that? 
Yeah. We've made friends. That is great. Let You've that be as well, simple. Though. If there's any couples listening who are thinking maybe there's nothing left in this relationship, <laughs> we're running on that. <laughs> the, even the blackest time when you think, you know, they don't even send me any socks. Even then, <laughs> there's still possibility that, that, that life can be breathed back into it. Just remember that. You listening to me, Jeff? <laughs> okay. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 961 has just texted us hi about um, about nine or ten times, I would say. So, hi, 961. Do you think they're high? No, I just think they spelled it H-I. I don't think it's... Um, did a ship just go past? Yeah. Did everybody hear that? Yeah, they're always doing mm. works at Absolute Radio. I remember I was learning that from my mouth. Oh, out. yes. <laughs> How's that going? They have ghosts of workmen upstairs. The ghosts of workmen? Yeah, that's what they have at Absolute Radio. Mm. I'm just saying. There's rumours it's haunted, this building. Is there? I think it used to be a hospital or something. Once. Right. Oh, okay. You know what it's like, the voice going, Mummy! <laughs> that, all that. <laughs> Nurse! <laughs> all that, all that. That's normally when you date posh boys. <laughs> Mummy! <laughs> I've heard that a lot anyway. Oh, how, lo- how long before I'm calling nurse in a plaintive voice? <laughs> yeah, it'll be a nice hospital, though, because you made a bit of cash. Yeah, well, I don't know, I'll probably go NHS, I've paid enough tax. Oh, yeah, that's true. Get a bit of that. It's a matter of principle, isn't it? You're it right. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um, I had two. I had a letter from Miles Hudson. You've had loads of missives, haven't you? I have. Bam. Yeah. Miles Hudson. Miles Hudson. <laughs> Who next? But what, what I like about it, it's on headed note paper, which um, is uh, it's it's the BFL. Uh, um, logo, logo. Oh yeah, the, uh, which is uh, the Brit- best, the oh. best fit line ruler, BFLR. BFLR. Now I don't know if you remember many years ago, someone sent me a big fat ruler, mm. and I don't mean Robert Mugabe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wonder which one you were going to settle on. No. But I like that I knew you would settle on. I don't think he's still a ruler, is he's a bit... But I no, said years been, ago. Been shoved no. aside, hasn't yeah. it? <laughs> but, um... What, yeah, so he, this, um, Miles, he sent me a ruler. Now, I don't know if you remember this, many years ago. It's a very... His point was, you can never... Well, not never, but drawing a straight line with a ruler is, is not as straightforward as you might think. Right. Often the ruler slips. You know that? You're doing it with a biro. Oh, yeah. Suddenly you get that big line yeah. veering off to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or sometimes you go up over the ruler when you're being oh, there. Yeah. Sometimes there's a plastic ridge. There's yeah. a tiny imperfection. So, it's, so the, best, um, the best fit line ruler, I don't know if you remember, is a, is a wide ruler and it's got a gap going down the middle, like a slot, and you draw down the slot so you can't slide oh, okay. away. Uh-huh. That's one of its... Ba- anyway, he sent me one. He sent me another one now for my child. Oh, who that's he's, nice. Who's saying he's, he's at graph drawing, nearing the graph drawing age. Oh, yeah. And um, so that's lovely. But meantime, in between sending me these rulers, he's written a sci-fi novel. Has he? A wow. p- post-apocalyptic um, novel um, set in Gloucestershire. <laughs> Good. Wow. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Um, and so um, it's called 2089, and um, it's published by a crowdfunding thing called Unbound. I'm very interested to read it. Yeah. I must say, yeah. I'm not begging for it. I don't mind 
chipping into the old. Yeah. But um, a man who invents rulers and writes um, sci-fi. It's the kind of man that you're a... Uh... Yeah. He's, he's very a, up the Australia, Frank. He's a Kiwi, I think. Well, I haven't used... I don't use the ruler very often, I must say. You've got a little mentionitis with this man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you know, when you meet someone new and you're a bit obsessed with them. I just think it's a good combination. <laughs> it's my only um, ruler. You can't say get a room anymore in London. Can. So many people who can't get a room. Oh, good point. Right. <laughs> don't you know that you're not allowed to offend anyone about anything anymore? <laughs> I did ever. not know that. No, well, we learn it. It's very important. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. meanwhile, about this bloke... I, I've done that with people coming out of <laughs> toilet cubicles if it's, like, really horrible. I said, oh, get a room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that isn't public. <laughs> I'd get really angry about that. I'd go home if I, if I yeah. had that. If I had yeah. that in me, I'd go I'd home. I'd never leave the yeah. house no. if I had that in me. <laughs> that in a public place. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder we got post apocalyptic Gloucestershire. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. So, uh, yes, yeah, so I went to. Uh, I went away for uh, four nights staycation. Lovely. Said it again. Mm-hmm. Said it again. I. Um, I went in the restaurant there with my partner and our child. Mm. It's the darkest restaurant. You know where restaurants yes, are that Yes, it is thing? dark. Oh, God. It was, I don't I, like that, though. It's, I don't. Yeah. Do you, remember, do you remember many years ago, pre-ruler, um, I told you I'd been to a restaurant. Well, it's I, not ruler, Frank. I'm uh, sorry, what? point of order here. 071 has been in touch to say splitting hairs here, but isn't it pronounced... I love that hairdressers. <laughs> but isn't it pronounced rule, not ruler? And That's from the Spring Hill Flyer. Yeah, but what what you're not getting here is then the Mugabe joke wouldn't have worked. No, true not. <laughs> yeah. And also, come on. also, it does say on the headed notepaper, the best fit line ruler. Yeah. I'm going to trust the ruler guy. And I've always the... called them rulers. I've Me heard too. them called rules, though. I know what he means. But, you know, yeah. rules are made to be broken. And and when he signs off saying the Spring Hill Flyer, mm. splitting hairs here, but isn't it pronounced <laughs> the Spring Hill Fly? Oh. What no. is the Spring Hill Fly? It's his nickname, I think. <laughs> well, that's his just, name, the Spring Hill Fly. I was just trying to do the same thing back to him. Yeah. With, it's a laundry. It it's a big laundry, isn't it? The Spring yeah. Hill. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Is this, anyway, one of your West, is this one of your Midlands ones? I don't know. Anyway, but, uh, meanwhile, back in the dark restaurant... Oh, yeah. So, I, I, many years ago, I told you, I, I was in a dark restaurant and I saw a man take out a torch from his inside <laughs> pocket. <laughs> and I, I, people were sniggering and I really admired him for having the courage. So, this week... Oh, no. History oh, repeats itself. You it's thought, just I'm having that. History repeating... <laughs> And um, I, uh, yeah, so I got the phone out, got the light, and just sat there in, in a pool of light reading the menu. With <laughs> Kath actually said to me, she said, I think they've deliberately done it like this, this mm. dark, to stop old old people from coming in. <laughs> well, I think that's true. Because old how people, you... I know, I know we can drag down a restaurant. I was going to say, how did you tell that? You are well, in an age you know, gap the problem relationship. Is they want our cash, but they don't want our faces. I don't think you're old. Oh. 
You're middle-aged. Oh, I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Coronation Street matriarch. I'm happy with that. Yeah, definitely. But I, I'm, I'm thinking there was something... I, I was, I, I'll be completely honest. I was a little bit embarrassed about having mm. to read it with a thing, but also sort of brazen mm. in my in my thought use. <laughs> I'm think I, I was hankering. I wish I'd got one of those surgeons' hats. Yeah. You know those things with the big oh, light in the yeah. forehead. That'd be yeah. brilliant oh, to brilliant. get one of those out. Yeah, I might get one of it those for that very. Uh, ideally, what I'd like is you know those um, big sticks with fire on that the Frankenstein villagers have when they go yeah. to the. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to sit with one of those that until a nervous waiter came over and said, "Excuse me, sir, but you're not. Um, <laughs> we're not actually allowed. Well, you, you flambe, you flambe, don't you? True. There's not that says nothing about flaming torches yeah, just on the sit, side. As a protest, oh, it'd be a slight. As he was talking, it'd be a slight. <laughs> crackling of it. Oh, that'd be great. And then in an I'm Spartacus gesture, someone else would walk in with one. Oh, well, they had candles on the table that did were fighting a losing battle against no. darkness. Candlelight is very unflattering as well. You think? Yeah, people always have this myth. This is a real myth, this all oh, lovely romantic candlelight. Candlelight dinner, yeah. It looks terrible. People's right. faces look odd, all weird shadows on your face. Don't do it. I love the smell. Late review, candlelight. <laughs> Don't do any Victorians listening. Forget yeah, it. Yeah. Well, um, Samuel Johnson, um, who was 18th century, mm. had on the front of his periwig there was always um, a slight singeing <laughs> because his eyesight was so bad. He used to have to hold the candle between him and the book he was reading. Ah. Yeah. So he used to get a bit singed. I used to know Peter Cook, and the whole front of his white hair was yellow from cigarette smoke. <laughs> That's whatever happened to Frank. What, Elderly Peter men Cook? with yellow hair. <clears throat> Does that? Well, what about Donald well, Trump? <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Zero uh, four zero has also been in touch. Good morning, Alan, Frank, and Emily. Whatever happened to jumble sales? That's Wayne of Jersey. They definitely sure still exist. Now I like well. that he's called Wayne of Jersey. Wayne of it's Jersey. It's a bit Philip of Spain, which yeah. I like. Yes, it, it's got that um, William of Malmesbury about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, um, I'm. I, they might not happen on Jersey. Well, they've got so much money there. They definitely. Yeah. You need a min- minimum. What is it you need in your account? Something ridiculous. Well, something Fourteen really. million pounds or something. There's only yeah. about fifteen really? of them as yeah. well. Yeah, there is something where you need a minimum amount of money in your account. And there's not that many of them. So having a jumble sale, you'd always feel like you know the owner of the <laughs> thing, wouldn't you? Oh, pass us that um, that saucepan. Well, what Carol's? You know, you just know it. Just, Al, it's like us having a jumble sale between yeah, exactly. us. I feel too intimate with the clothes. Yeah, it'd be weird. That oh, would, that's that Daisy's uh, bra. What yeah. about me and Al? <laughs> leave, leave that alone, Al. Yeah. Me and Al would just be, have to get each other's clothes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can see myself in a sort of Vita Sackville West jacket, tweed jacket. I'd look lovely oh, in that. Yeah, OK. Uh, 879 has texted, can I put slide rule in the mix? Oh, no, I, I um, had a job where I used the slide rule. I never completely worked it. I am. Um. But it was, 
that was a. I regard that as a very. Can one still say this? A very male instrument. It was. It was really. A, 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 I'm not was, sure. Um, no. Can you check that up in the A5? The A5. Can't say that anymore. I will check the A5. Okay. Well, if if you want it, girls, you can have it. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't work it out. That's the advert sorted. I uh, I know my answer to that. (laughs) What you don't want the slide rule? It was so complicated. The slide rule was it? Yeah. You You know, you have to actually move bits of it about. You ever right. use one? Really? No, no, I've never been yeah, a so you, you actually, any kind. It's like three different <laughs> rulers that you slide about, like a chromonica. You know oh. what a chromonica is? A harmonica where you press the button and different. Oh, I, I panic in this oh, conversation. I don't know on. any of the Come with me. Points. Come with me. Oh, no, they haven't come with no, me. Well, we are with you. I'm just, you know, it's complicated. If there's anyone who uses a slide rule, they'll probably disappear because it's all done on the computers no, now. there'll still be some old school. I am hoping there's someone in listening who uses a slide rule at work. That'd be brilliant. I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> am I being a bit old this morning? No. Maybe I'm being a bit old. I'm no, but Sue has got in touch with some advice for what she calls the 60-plus generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in yeah. dark restaurants, you can buy glasses with lights on the eyes. I have seen oh, those, but that would they be, lovely. What, that'd be less <laughs> noticeable if I had... <laughs> I'm sitting there with the headlights... <laughs> Like an old Austin A40 parked <laughs> at one of the tables, for goodness sake. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, have we heard from the outside world at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we've got... Um, oh, sorry, I need to... Before yeah, do we, your I mean, business, love. Um, this is Frank Skinner <laughs> on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Okay. Uh, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I was trying to make it rhyme. Next time I'm going to make it rhyme. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Next time I'm going to make it rhyme. You see, it started Nearly. already. Yeah. Um, uh, we have heard from 056, who says, Morning, gang, this whole chat about rulers is off the scale. Good. See what they've done. I do, yeah. <clears throat> punning humour I thought uh, well, I think we'll move on to what are those little <laughs> what are those little things called micro something where you tighten a, you, you turn a dial and the, and two little oh never mind okay well there is there, we have micrometer had, we have had a lot of communiques oh. re-rulers rules whatever you want to call them rules mm-hmm. is rules yeah lovely Frank but I want to get off the subject of rulers briefly because I feel it would be somewhat remiss of us not to bring up the subject of Richard Maidley this morning. There was an extraordinary story about him and the Gallagher brothers. Mm. And this is their spiritual home, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Liam? Yeah, would you say? Yeah. What, Richard Maidley and the Gallagher brothers? Well, just the Gallagher brothers. What a band that would have been. <laughs> it would have changed everything, wouldn't it? Chelsea oh. and the Pussycats. <laughs> yeah. So... They t- I mean, I think it's fair to say... I, I imagine that Judy would have been their hard-bitten manager. Yes. <laughs> doing really... Feared by everybody in the business, doing yeah. really hard deals. Yeah. Getting a share of the parking, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I think Fi- it's... Fix it, Finnegan. <laughs> yeah, that's no what she'd be called. Yeah. I think it's fair to say they, they sometimes have little disagreements. The boys. Noel, Noel and Liam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... 
But what happened? You this was back to cast Richard Medley as a sort of a peacemaker role. Oh well, yes, betwixt what? and between. Well, them. no, what happened? Well, like he's the conciliation service acast, <laughs> <laughs> or indeed a kind of ombudsman. I wonder if they've turned to acast to patch things up between uh, Noel and Liam yet. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they, but they do need to make up for Christmas because you know my rule on that: you can't fall out at Christmas. It's too room. common to do that. Yeah, you can't. <coughs> you have to get on it. Just see it through Christmas. And the same reason you can't break up in January. It's embarrassing. They used to have a consumer. <laughs> it's so basic. It oh, we split up in January. Oh, come on. I don't want to split up in January. My birthday on the 28th. <laughs> no, good that point. That would be folly indeed. I, uh... There used to be a, a bloke called Ed Doolan who did consumer problems on the BRMB in the West Midlands. Right. And I remember a bloke phoning him up and saying that his uncle had taken his pillow and he wouldn't give it back. <laughs> <laughs> and Ed Doolan got really angry with this guy. I don't deal with those sort of problems. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was quite hurt. <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, oh, Richard Maidley. Let's. Uh... Yes. Yes. Yeah, so what happened was that Richard Maidley has publicly stated that Noel and Liam. He basically thinks that they robbed his house. They burgled his house in the early stages of their. Well, his aunt Judy's house. Yeah, his aunt Judy's. They were living in Manchester. He said they used to do a lot of houses in that area. And he asked Liam, not, them. Liam and Noel. Did. Liam and Noel did. Not, and not, not um, Richard and Jim. No. And he asked them about this, and they said, "Yeah, I think we did do that one." Which <laughs> is the most brilliant response I've ever heard. What I wish had happened is someone had said to them, "Did whose houses did you rob yeah. in Manchester?" And they'd have said, <laughs> "Definitely Maidley." <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So we're talking about the incident. Well, we didn't have to say alleged because they fessed up to it. Well, this is an incident that uh, Richard Maidley has made public before. Like I remember oh, him, right? him sort of accuse <laughs> uh, the Oasis boys <laughs> with this before, and. And I think there was some kind of story that Manchester police went, oh, some of those burglaries are still un- unsolved. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, the Gallagher brothers slightly pulled their heads in back then, going, no, yeah. no, no, we didn't really burgle, we were exaggerating. So I don't know if he's uh, stirring or... Well, but, but they are going to say that if the police get involved. Are right. you suggesting they would say that, wouldn't they? Well, and then Andy Rice Davis. You know, but... Because the irony is that they own that supermarket that Richard took the champagne from. <laughs> Oh, so it all comes around. I think this is a bit regionalist of him, though. I mean, just because they come from Manchester. Imagine if someone came up to Frank and said, I saw a drunk man in the street in Birmingham. (laughs) Was it you? Yeah. I think that would be rude. No, I'd be fine with that. (laughs) Would you? I think they have spoken about. I think Noel Noel has certainly spoken about burglaring. Burglaring. Burgling. Oh, okay. In the past. See, he's kind of built for it, no, in a way mm. that Liam isn't. Liam's a bit big for being a burglar, I would have thought. Yes, right. you're right. I could see, you know the Fosbury flop that they use yes. as, a, as a high jump? I could <laughs> see Noel Fosbury flopping through a cat flap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from the right angle. Yeah. Whereas Liam, Liam must have stood outside as the sort of... Uh, the lookout. Passing at stuff out yeah, to him. I yeah. mean, that's why he stands with his hands behind his back a lot. <laughs> right. And the police come, all right, officer, how are you doing? You're all right. Behind him, in right. his hands, he's got a... 
Uh, Actually, lovely you're crystal right. decanter. His posture is very. I've, a policeman has just walked over to me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, know, you know when you're smoking by the bike shed and the teacher comes over and you fold your hand with a cigarette in it? Oh, right. It's like he's got all the stuff, all the swag. Probably that's why he's wearing a hooded parka. Probably he is got often stuff in, in a there. parka. Big, yeah. big pockets. Yeah. You know, yeah. Useful. You know what they say? Big pockets. Um, I'll tell uh. you. I'll tell you what, Kate Garraway, who was on the uh, <laughs> on the news programme with Richard Maidley, GMB. she said, oh my goodness, oh crikey. I mean, yeah. respect to Munda for her for using the word they crikey. They have a lovely famous five way of speaking on that show. She, she says, goodness me. I had, a, yeah. I had a friend who um, was utterly obsessed with Kate Garraway. Really? I mean, he, she honestly thought, you know, she was just his dream woman. And he accused me once of wasting my celebrity because I hadn't pursued Kate Garraway. <laughs> <laughs> and he was very earnest about it. And um, I, I met her and told her about this. And, what did uh, she say? She signed a photo um, for him, which he... Um, I don't want I to know the him, end of that story. I gave it him, and no, he didn't. I, he was a bit off about it, about the picture. I think he just thought, well, that's not what I want. You know. <laughs> Come on, Gary Garraway, per se. Yeah. Do you know a middle name's per se? <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, I don't know. It's an odd thing, French, French in the family. But, uh, yeah, he really, I mean, don't get me wrong, she's a very attractive woman, but he was obsessed with her. Utterly, you know, that she was the dream girl. Mm. She's a dream girl. <laughs> what is a dream girl? I don't know. <laughs> well, don't, don't, we'll throw, move on. don't throw stuff at me <laughs> if you don't know. I, do what, really. I don't know what the jumble sound's going to be like. This, <laughs> I don't want to say this is all right. What is it, Al? I don't know. It's <laughs> made of wool, that's all I know. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we're talking about the Gallaghers this morning. Yes. So the theory is that they may well, in the past, before they became stars, have burgled the already famous Richard Madeley. Richard Madeley, Madeley mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and he raised it with them in the manner of a... Well, it was a, it was a bit sort of, um, did you steal my candlesticks, young man? I don't know. I thought it was inappropriate. What's that, did you? I don't know. I'm just... That's a generic oh, okay. lord of the manor. Oh, OK. Oh. Do you see? I thought it was from Cluedo. <laughs> no, but that's a good idea. Um, I, uh, if, I'll tell you what, if they were looking for underpants, they mm. were out of luck. Oh, yeah, he goes commando, doesn't, oh, he, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does. He doesn't I like... I remember him taking me to one side. Oh, yeah. Which... Um, Oh. He, he, he obviously wasn't taken to one side because he doesn't wear pants. He fears the pants, doesn't he? He said to me, I, ne- I don't understand them. I don't understand them, the pants. I never wear them. And I said, do you change your trousers every day? Does he? He said, no need for that. And I thought, oh, what are you going to get there? So you're going to get a razor edge. <laughs> That's dangerous. Um, yeah. But no, he's, he's anti-pants. Really? Mainly. I like the fact that he doesn't understand them. Not that he just thinks he they're unnecessary. See, he doesn't see the doesn't... point. <laughs> yeah. Which is more than I could say for where I was standing. <laughs> Wowee. Yeah. Wowee. You've got a bit Kate Garraway. <laughs> Crikey. But how, how, how the history of popular music would have changed mm. if Richard had stumbled across um, the brothers... Oh. Um, and um, yes. let, let's say, you know, 
kill, beat them to death with a golf club. I like that you were going to go for kill and then you changed your mind because it sounded a bit violent. Yeah, yeah. Beat to death somehow the more gentle. (laughs) No, but it happens. You know, it's an occupational hazard in the burglary. Yeah, yeah. How different? I mean, I suppose, according to my theory, it would have just been Noel who was inside. Right. Liam would have been outside oblivious. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. Arms full of hands behind back. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Noel would have been um, at his eye line would have been very much no pants level (laughs) (laughs) for the attack. So he he probably wouldn't have looked up. He'd have been transfixed, and the club would have come down. (laughs) That would have then been Oasis without Noel. I mean, that would have been a different, uh, very different band. Yeah, Mm. I don't think we'd be discussing it. You don't think so? No, that's a bit hard on Liam. Well, you know, it's people like you that denied him uh, the, um, what's it called? Living Godlike Genius. Godlike Genius Oh, we got the, the Godlike Genius Award. How desperate are you for someone to turn up to collect an award to call it the Godlike Genius Award? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're not going to do outstanding contribution or lifetime achievement. Godlike Genius. He yeah. was You'd funny, turn though. up to that. He was funny. Oh, he's hilarious. I, he said of his brother Noel, who, I mean, if, if you didn't know, they don't, they don't always get along. No. They don't see eye to eye. He said well, he's, worse, he's worse yeah. than Kim Jong expletive Chung or whatever he's called. <laughs> Kim Jong Tung, he called <laughs> him. He called him Chung or Tung. And, then he, and then he added, and, and Donald Trump, and then Piers Morgan as well, he said as well. Which is weird, because it's sort of descending, like the, the degrees of badness. Like, I think Kim Jong... Un, or whatever he's called, yeah. is probably worse than Donald Trump. And then down is yeah. Piers Morgan. I just wanted it to carry on. I wanted it to keep going with, like, you know, and I Kate Garraway. Is Kim Jong-un worse than Donald Trump? I think Text so, in, yeah. 1215. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, when I met Noel... Really, and he, does, he does a fabulous military parade, though. Yeah, yeah, well, he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> I mean, it's he wants like, like synchronised like swimming. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. loves cheese, so it's a problem. Uh, when, Is that right? Yeah. Um, when that's I, the way. That, he loves the, cheese? Yes, that's how he put know. on weight. He has he struggles with his weight. Apparently work. the CIA have set an enormous <laughs> trap for him. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Hooray. He's got a mouthful oh, he's got of crisps. Mouthful of crisps. But I mean, when enough. I... Well, that's good, because I can tell... Well, it's not really an anecdote. But, Do your anecdote. Please. Well, it's not an anecdote. Don't patronise me. Do your anecdote. <laughs> Do your little anecdote, you've got to say. <laughs> Love, you've got to say. But no, Al, I met Noel Gallagher not long ago, <clears> and <throat> uh, Frank had just recently interviewed him, and he was very complimentary. Oh, nice. He said... Um, yeah, I love Frank Skinner. He said, oh, he's quick. He's so quick, that bot. But maybe he was thinking of signing you up for some work. Yeah. You know, he might have thought you looked sprightly on your feet for the burglary. Operating the wheels. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but what about about the gorilla in Sing? Oh, yeah. misses the... uh, being there for his dad when they come out of the um, oh, yeah. robbery. Can I just doing say I love your reference points these days? Yeah, exactly. It warms my heart. It's fantastic. I don't mm. think you'd be a very relaxed getaway driver from mm. what you've said about parking Park. on this show before now. <laughs> you don't even really have to park, though, you know, as a getaway driver. You just sit in your car. Yeah. That's I don't true. know. I think, Frank, you'd probably you're... have to find a good spot 
Well, you don't. We don't want a really tight spot no. anyway, do you? Because you don't want them to get in and you going beep 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 beep, just going back yeah. and beep 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 beep. Oh, well done. What's that other noise? <laughs> <laughs> now I think it's fair to say I'll never be a getaway driver. Never well, say, say ne- never. Never say never. You're quite right. It might be. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting though. His point, now, um, Liam, is he said they gave it. Um, um, his brother yes. of the award I think he seven said, years ago right and he said if you're going to give one brother one you need to give the other one I was a bit put out you know what I mean obviously he said you know what I mean yeah I think he's he's got a point what all brothers should share awards well our Keith's That's on the phone he wants half that period ridiculous <laughs> I'd say when, when Bobby Charlton won football the year in 1966, obviously because they'd won the World Cup and all that, the next year Jackie Charlton got it. Right. Now, I don't know if anyone really thought that Jackie Charlton was the footballer of the year, but I think people thought, well, come on, gave it his brother. And in, right. in the um, cricketer thing in the 70s, they gave it Greg Chappell and then a couple of years later gave it Ian Chappell. So I think there is a, there is a tradition of giving so, it... So of course, Gary of Oldman just won the uh, Golden Globe <laughs> for the Churchill. Big, right. Mo, big Mo sitting by the phone. Waiting, eh? Any, any minute now. <laughs> That's, uh, never mind that. Get ready with the uh, getaway car. <laughs> She'd be a good getaway she driver. She would be, I'd say. Would she need a car? Could just cling to her. She wore a uh, Velcro jumper. You could wear those. Um, you could w- wear Velcro arm pads and just throw yourself, and then she could race off. Yeah, uh, I'd be all for that. Poor. And what's she doing now, Big Ma? Um, Daisy's already sent the correspondence. Is she not currently? Does that oh. mean she might come back? Mm-hmm. S- spoken oh. like an agent, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're in negotiations. <laughs> Don't don't cross swords with Fix It Finnegan. <laughs> That's my advice. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Al got a, yeah. a bit of a gift this morning. I did, yeah. Um, it's some kind of ab workout device. I loved it. What's it called, Frank? What is it called, Frank? It's called the the burn machine. (laughs) The burn burn machine. TM, I think, probably. Yeah, I thought, you know, it'd be like um, the George Foreman lean green grilling thing. (laughs) Oh, I like that as well. Yeah. Got one um, of those. Yeah, but no, because Al is known for his bodybuilding... I'm not a bodybuilder! I'm not... I'm definitely He's not like a bodybuilder. He's like Jeff Capes in that respect. I'm At least, not. no, but except Jeff Capes was up front about it. <laughs> I'm not he a wasn't bodybuilder. a closet bodybuilder. Closet <laughs> bodybuilder. Hey, if you ever went on the Twitters, that would be a good bio. Closet, closet bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. Yeah. Closet bodybuilder. Fabulous. Uh, I'm not a bodybuilder. Closet builder. <laughs> she in the car, few business. Anyway... James, my manager, or a is... closet builder. Someone's a you'd think. Well, is he a secret builder, or does he specialise in closets? <laughs> a joiner, yeah, carpenter, whatever so it is. You got your uh, um, a, your fitness. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, my manager, James, if a joiner wore um, odorators. Would they be joiner in us? <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, sorry, carry Lovely. on, Alan. He sent some um, weighted device for working out my core. 
Yeah. I, d- I don't... Uh, I haven't really so invested in your call? I don't know. Oh. But, you know, it's nice. Well, you got it out and... We had a look and it was, it seemed to be only working out your wrists was what concerned yeah, me. Yeah, I think that's not, I think once you know what you're I doing. Do, yeah, I don't, if you've, I don't know if you've uh, fully explored its no. potential. No, yeah. absolutely the, not. The burn oh. machine. It's going to be quite a weekend. Well, I like my exercise to be done in <laughs> private rather than with five people that are having breakfast watching it. I don't, so. I'm imagining oh. you using this in the aisle of uh, an aeroplane. Oh yeah, yeah way, I can you, know, see that. you know sometimes you see women yeah. do yoga and that in the Isle of. Uh, I've never seen that. Never that seen sounds that. All right. No God. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean that sounds all right. What do you mean <laughs> by that? Sounds that? all right. To actually be bold enough to get up and publicly exercise. I find myself like despising them. Oh dear. Do you? Yeah. I, I mean I know that's wrong because they're just trying to keep fit, you know, yeah. and all that. Mm. But I, um, I just think. Yeah, that I'd say is what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just I mean, because you know, I oh, think, you yeah. don't want to see their cobra. Um, Snakes no. on a plane. Exactly. Oh, come on, exactly. come on, okay. yes, very good. My um, my my previous birthday gift from uh, James and my management was some um, posh driving gloves, which at first I thought. I don't. I don't think. Looking I really back, need. were they driving gloves or were they a precursor <laughs> for the for the burn machine? You think I should be using them to just so you don't get too oh. scorched <laughs> the finger area? Anyway, I'll, I'll I'll confess now. When I first got the driving gloves, I thought this is a novelty gift. It's yeah. a nice thought, but that's all it is to me. Really, is a novel. I wear them every time I drive now. Do you? To the point where I've uh, caught myself saying, I just don't like the feel of a steering wheel anymore. If only, <laughs> if only there was something in order around the dashboard of a car that was designed <laughs> for keeping gloves in it. Well, that I, is can't, a, I just can't think of any, no, any suitable must come up with something. Yeah. Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? I use the passenger seat. Am I doing it all wrong? I just chuck them on the passenger seat. I... Um, I like to have a glove mounted on the top of the steering wheel so it looks like I'm acknowledging people letting me in. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff rather than accidentally uh, affront somebody. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And um, I tell you what, um, Jay Lawrence is on before us. Oh, yeah. Um, he, uh, not Josie Lawrence, it's actually Jay Lawrence, Jay Yeah. yeah. Um, he, um, he, he came to see us, didn't he? Oh, yeah, well, we had a little visit. Because we sit around for an hour looking at the papers and stuff like that. And, um, I mean, the papers, because we have a lot of uh, East European <laughs> staff that we have to make sure they're supposed <laughs> to be here. Um, Papers, please. That's my, that's our catchphrase for the first hour. Yeah, I see my role as largely admin. Yeah, very admin heavy. Yeah, actually. very admin based. That's um, why I wear the driving gloves because my <laughs> fingers are riddled with paper cuts yeah. from the uh, from the admin that we do. I see my role as ladmin. <laughs> oh, lovely. Anyway, um, I, w- I walked past the studio while uh, Jay was in action. He stands for the whole show. Oh, I thought to myself. Ones. That's what I thought. What are they? What are they after? The young. Mm. So um, <laughs> anyway, he, he, he nipped in after, and um, in in a very lovely way. He'd obviously listened to the show or mm. some of it, and um, we were talking about. I think I I think it's something I've narrowed down to calling it um, a big moment. 
Oh, OK. And a big moment is when people tell you something as if it's a remarkable <laughs> fact that no-one knows, i.e. that yeah. Big Mo is Harry, Gary Oldman's sister. And um, In fact, everyone does know. And right. re- most people do yeah. know. Yeah. And, he, thought, and he, he said he'd been thinking about it, and he thought of one, and I thought it was a very good one. Uh-huh. And it was the bloke who um, directed Moon... Duncan Jones. Duncan yes. Jones. Um, and then people, whenever... And I, um, and I'm struggling terrib- to not do it now. Yes, <laughs> terrible. And people say, you know, he's, um, <laughs> he's David Bowie's son. Yeah. And uh, he came Daisy in... Daisy had her mouth open, she didn't know. Yeah, and he said, uh, he, he came and he said, I've been thinking about it, I was pretty pleased with that one. And I said, that is a good one. Unfortunately, yeah. my own partner this week <laughs> told me that Duncan Jones was um, David Bowie's son. Oh. And I went, oh. I left it at that. Yeah. We're on holiday. And, you, you didn't know. want a big moment on holiday. I don't want a big roment. Ra- <laughs> <laughs> so I just let it go. But it is, it is. Uh, I think it's a good one. Yeah, definitely. But I like what this a- cross-pollination of the shows. When I, I do. Yeah, when I was a young man, it used to be... Uh, um, it used to be um, thingy. Who? Oh, um, yeah. Shirley MacLaine. Oh, yeah, and Warren Beatty. And Warren Beatty, brother and yeah. sister. Yeah, oh. that was yeah. a big moment. But now you say that now, people say, who's Shirley MacLaine <laughs> and who's Warren Beatty? Yeah. And what are you dribbling and what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sick of it. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner and... Uh, Alan Cochran and Emily Dean, <laughs> uh, the finest trio you've ever seen. Follow the show on Twitter on your computer screen. Ooh. That's at Frank on the radio. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Very come good. On. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website and keep it clean. <gasps> so Respect. there you go. Respect. Very good. Yeah. Very good. I'm really happy with that. Um, I'll tell you what hasn't been in the news much in recent years, to my knowledge. The Crimean War? The Crimean War. (laughs) Not to come round our house. Not so much. They loved loved a bandaged head in the Crimean War. True. (laughs) If you see a picture of the Indian. thing to say. They always have like a bandage with one big red dot on it. Yeah. <clears throat> and why is that? We'll probably have some down that. That's the Japanese got the idea for their flag. <laughs> I had a look at some Crimean one. That's it's good. I like that look. Just like the red oh, dot against dear. white, it just works yeah. for me. Did it start <laughs> as a bandage? The Japanese eight, twelve, fifteen. Any history fans or on the flag? What are flag fans <laughs> called? They've probably got a word, haven't they? I bet, yes. I bet they have. Yeah, yeah. Polsters. Yeah, you yeah, maybe. Um, what I was going to say that uh, hasn't Flappers. been in the news is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is raving. I don't think I have read a news story about raving for ages until no. until this week. What you mean? Is, what ever happened to raving? I thought it had gone. Well, it's back. Uh, and I quote from a newspaper here: Hard partying students at Britain's po- poshest universities <laughs> are attending David Attenborough-themed raves. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to any raves. No, no. they become. It's like the Tamagotchi, the comeback. Is it? Is it coming back? back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Nokia 3310. Well, we should say what happens. Sounds a bit arch. Well, let's let's discuss. Let's let's you know reserve our judgment, Frank. Sure. 
Essentially, I hate reserving my judgment. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to have a problem. Uh, my, then. my thing with judgment is spend, spend, spend. <laughs> it's why it never worked out in the legal profession for you. <laughs> no, exactly. However, what we should say goes on at these raves is that they cute. They wear masks of Sir David Attenborough's face. Well, that's a comfortable yeah. evening. And why not? <laughs> 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 they queue oh, up. It's an easy you should to go drink. to one of Jonathan Ross's Halloween parties. Oh, you do. Do you think they constantly have to lift the face up to have a sip oh, of I mean, um, exactly. vodka, lime, and they soda queue or whatever up they're having? To take selfies. <laughs> With a cardboard figure. What's the point figure? of taking selfies with a cardboard figure if they're wearing a mask? <laughs> Good point. Also, come Attenborough. on, why would you be that desperate? Someone must know him no. amongst you. No, they don't know him. Uh, well, if, it, if it's Britain's poshest Leeds, <laughs> it says Britain's poshest universe. Exactly. Well, it's it starts. What it means? It, what what paper said that? Oh, I, I believe don't know. I can't Probably remember. Probably the Daily Fail. Yeah, as, the, <laughs> as people call it. I bet it's the Sun. Isn't it? I think it was the Sun. Oh, yeah, okay. the Sun apparently got their logo from the Crimean War battle. <laughs> yeah, heard that. Heard yeah. That. And they, they just think anyone who goes to university must be posh, don't they? Well, what, yeah. I think what's happening is the Ravers already visited Leeds and Liverpool, but is set to go to Cambridge, Oxford, and some others that aren't they, as posh. They stream episodes of Blue Planet. Hell yes, tedious. <laughs> Behind the DJ screen. And, you know, I think I suspect that would work well because they like to get carried away with the music. And also when you're dancing, big fish, little fish, <laughs> cardboard box, you've already got the fish. I'd like to say yeah. you're going in at a rave doing that now in front of the youths. <laughs> do you don't know, think they do big, big fish, fish, little fish They anymore. don't do that anymore. Because they're gone. Yeah, oh, no cardboard boxes. Hang on, they're watching Blue Planet. There's never been a better time for big fish, <laughs> little fish. <laughs> no. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> they don't even do dry yourself down with a towel, which was a great oh. move. Anyway, I think, I don't know if what you're thinking, Frank, but is there a part of you thinking this might be sort of set up a bit in some way? I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that if there's one thing that students like, yeah. it's going to things that aren't that good so they can <laughs> say that they've been to them after. Oh, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, It's a bit like they say, oh, it's, every, every afternoon we get together and we watch um, Bargain Hunt. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well... Great, but you're not really enjoying it. You're enjoying the fact that you're being the sort of people who can ironically watch Bargain Hunt. Yes. I mean, you grow out of this. You do. Not everyone does. But well, It was um, going for gold in my day. It was very cool to sit around watching going yeah, for gold. Yeah, but I think they used to watch Neighbours students. We, yes, they we love Richard and Judy, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 All of the above. Everything is an ironic statement. Yeah, and I think it's all right to actually properly like stuff. Yes. Yeah. I think that's okay. This has become serious, hasn't it? <laughs> well, I, just, <laughs> I just think it is. Who knew? Also, as you know, I got a, I got probs with, with uh, um, SDA with David Attenborough. Have you? Well, I have, yeah. Frank thinks he's an accessory to murder. I think he's essentially watched a lot, animal murder, but he, he's watched a lot of antelopes get torn to pieces when yeah. all he had to do was go lion. <laughs> And it would have been out of there. Or just say, we've all had a drink. And then he comes out with his Doctor... <laughs> he's, he plays his Doctor Who card. You know, we're not allowed to interfere. Well, you, you haven't gone through time, David. You could have... <laughs> that won't, won't change the history of the world if that antelope gets away. Are you sure? Well, I'm totally sure, well, to be yeah, honest. It'll change the <laughs> ecosystem. I'm completely sure. Thank God. What if an antelope had gone in Richard Madeley's um, yeah. window when he had the, the clobber? 
the blood-covered uh, golf club in his hands. <laughs> hey, still with a bit of uh, hair on it from uh, poor old Noel Gallagher. <laughs> Bear thinking about. It's funny. What, have you got it wrapped in? Got it trapped in the hornage? <laughs> oh, that'd be difficult. Wouldn't it? <laughs> Trying to get it. Oh, I tell you what. If I killed an antelope in my house, I'd have the head set in the front step and use it as one of those. Use the horns for getting me Wellingtons off. Oh, that would be good. Into the house. Very useful. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So this um, David Attenborough rave, mm-hmm. which I think we've established is a, a slightly ironic premise for a night out. Well, can I say as well, you know, the um, the Liam Gallagher thing about they gave it to my brother and I thought they'd have given it to me. Mm, the award, yeah. It's, I feel that Richard Attenborough, who was absolutely the star of the family. Yeah. And then he, and then he died and then David sort of moved in a bit. <laughs> You think? I he was absolutely it was quite like that. You know, he made big, I mean, massive films. Mm. And he was he was an actor, director. Right. He did Gandhi, and uh, yeah, he was in you know he was in Brighton Rock, and mm. uh, he was in uh, Jurassic Park. Of course. Yes. Yeah. He was brilliant, right? Mm. I, it's he David becoming a big star now is a bit Jackie Charlton winning the year after Bobby isn't <laughs> you think, it yeah. I mean he did he used people in his programmes and films as well which is <laughs> harder are more interesting yeah. animals are harder and to work scripts, with them, we know. you know it, prop- it turned up as well he didn't sit somewhere in London doing the voiceover when someone had spent four years on a ship <laughs> filming stuff he was he was a hands on Richard Attenborough and now David Attenborough is like the most famous Attenborough that's absolutely ridiculous wow you've, I mean you've really got a bee in your bonnet really about has. the Attenboroughs yeah. haven't you if I had a bee in my bonnet he'd probably be around three blokes around <laughs> filming it <laughs> and he'd be doing especially a voiceover about it especially if there was a <laughs> bus stop after hours with those bees yeah. if I'm they were strung out on uh, pollen do you think they got on uh, Dickie and David Oh, I believe so. I believe I they, think did. they did. Yes, <clears throat> I like the idea. They actually burgled my house in Birmingham. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> they did. Yeah, he what? stole. Uh, he stole my parrot, David Attenborough. What you should have done there is inserted the caveats like Richard and Maidley did. They've probably yeah, forgot like the about this by now. Someone getting into a house as well. He stole your parrot. He stole. You know what he's like with the natural history and and oh. uh, and. Yeah. Uh, Richard Attenborough, I'm sure that's one of our towels that um, Ben Kingsley's wearing in Gandhi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, dear. Moving on. <laughs> um, that wasn't the only rave, because there's another... <clears throat> oh, raves, you don't hear anything about them, and then two come along at once. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this one, this one, I'm afraid it's I was probably ex- it's one on a bus, isn't there? Although I was extremely cynical yeah. about this rave, okay, because it was called <laughs> Ministry of Greggs, and oh, it yeah. took place in a Greggs in uh, Birmingham. Okay, funnily enough. So this it's was a very big Greggs next to um, West Bromwich Albion. Football oh, thanks Greggs. for that fact, fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, any any meat fans or pie fans out there? They do vegetarian options. It's more of a, it's like a sort of Greg's world. Is more it? than just a standard <laughs> right. shop. I saw the pictures and I have to be honest, they did look slightly staged. What, the well, Greg's? Right. I think what happened was somebody got in touch saying we're having a school reunion. And did, yeah. Can we have a rave in, in your... Did they? 
in your Greg's. And right. Greg's went, well, yeah, and then some. But I see students, I thought students were the sort of moral voice of the country nowadays. Mm, yeah, and then in the so middle too. of a national obesity crisis and a week where they've announced that processed food leads to cancer, they are happily having a, a, a rave in Greg's. Well, Is that responsible? Well, they weren't happily having a rave. There were about they 20 were. people there. It was a bit happy. like when they do a protest on a soap opera and there's four placards and everyone shouting in unison, out, out, out. That's what the rave felt like. OK, but it's still, come on, it's sending out the wrong message. I thought the students were for no fat forming. <laughs> I said I thought the students were yeah, for we no... Know. Oh, OK. We understand. So, so perhaps you hadn't heard me. Do I, don't get it. I don't get it. No, no platforming? Oh, right. <laughs> wow. No That's all right, I've explained it. Only yeah. that um, <laughs> People have been de-fat-formed. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Okay. Yeah. We all up to speed? <laughs> yeah, I feel a bit sick. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just talking about this much fat. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So this Ministry of Greg's rave, mm-hmm. they, are, they did Vox Pops with the student. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw, I watched a little, you know, you? local news package on it. Yeah, I was quite interested in it. And the, the students, they had these little sound bites and they said, what do you think of the evening? And one of them said, wicked. Yeah. Wicked is back. Good. No, I don't think it is. I well, think they're told to say that. Oh, do you? Well, then the other one... Very suspicious about I this news story, I am quite suspicious story, about them. And I'll tell you what else, the other one went banging. Banging. Okay, bit sus. But that then was, the third that was, one... Her heart was banging, having <laughs> yeah. eaten in the... The third one, Al. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is where I draw the line. It's Gregalicious. Oh, oh! now we've got a bit of Come on. placement. We've got a little type. bit of trouble here, Al. Yeah, I think you're right. But what about that advert used to go, it's crumbelievable. <laughs> oh, yeah. I oh, mean, that was... Oh, the selling out and then the selling out. I mean... They, anyway. They did say, one of them said, oh, it's it's great, you can rave. And there's, there's, uh, it was fuelled by all the sausage rolls a person could wish for. And I mm. thought, that's probably two, innit? Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> two yeah. full size. And I've got a good appetite, but more than two. Oh, we know I that. I don't think anybody wants yeah. more than two sausage Especially rolls, with the burn machine. I suppose <laughs> no you, can always, you could Fine. go to a Greg's um, you disco could. And, then, uh, and then go crazy. I think as we've established, they are discos and not actually raves. Yeah, well, I, I don't... They're I mean, themed discos. They're like um, school... Um, with the greatest school respect, disco. they don't know yeah. what a rave is, these people. They well, don't know what a rave <laughs> is. But you make a very good point, Frank. It was a school reunion, and they overlooked the chance of having a school disco-themed school reunion, because that was popular. Maybe that Raves was, are intense, dark places. Yes. Very little laughter and, and, a, and a, no yeah. conversation to speak a of. A lot of fix, drug, drug abuse. rub. People were strung out. Yeah, exactly. People in odd costumes. <laughs> Can we say that Absolute Radio disapproves of uh, drugs in all Thoroughly. its manifestations? All of them. What, even penicillin? Yes, it's anti that as well. I, was like, <laughs> I saw a man die here where they, they wouldn't give him... Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, if he doesn't travel with his inhaler... It's that's terrible. So they were just holding... They were holding the insulin where he could see oh. and they wouldn't hand it over. Don't like that. Sometimes I they think, really I mean, it's, a, it's a fair policy. It's, I think it's too strictly adhered to, yeah. to be honest. But what can you do? 
know. Well, we can. I don't want to cause can, a kerfuffle. We can bring it up at the AGM, but what more can we do than that? Yeah, very little. When is the AGM? Um, it's Wednesday the 27th, I think. Hey, we've got to get our papers in order. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't worry, I'll, I'll sort, I'll sort all that out. <laughs> Where's we got a checkpoint, Charlie, downstairs? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Can I uh, just say, you know, when the. Uh, the back-to-school parties were at their uppermost. Yes. I, I was still doing stand-up comedy in, in student unions at the time. Mm. And uh, and they had a back-to-school party for freshers. Yes. I mean, that's only, like, two months ago that they were at school. <laughs> like, it's, it's the last thing they were. It's a nostalgia thing for something that's, yeah. like, <clears throat> nine weeks ago. At least ago their uniforms probably still fit them. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Bring your, your doffle back. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a good themed rave idea. Okay. Oh, yeah. I would do a Frank Skinner rave. It would be very poorly attended. You say that. I don't know about that. Well, I've got some ideas. Okay. You pe- your currency is the Gitcoin to Git get coin, in. Yeah. Right. yeah. You drink lemon barley water for the mm. drinkers, uh, for the non-drinkers, perno for the um, drinkers. Okay. I know what we, what music we play, Frank. Go on. The Fall, obviously. Okay. But I've got a really good idea, which is that the reserved signs on them, the reserved tables would have a sign on them saying Central Reservation. Oh, nice. I'm really pleased with that. I've thought about it. That's good. Yeah. And you have to dress up as a significant figure in Frank's life. Okay. Of which, of which there are many. Yeah. Kim Jong-un springs to mind. <laughs> yeah. Pope. Peter the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Kim yeah. Jong-un and the Pope. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that, that, you got some scope there. That's the, you can have one of those black and white parties like uh, Truman Capote. And I think Elton John right. used to have a black and white party. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Yes. I don't feel you're, you like my Frank Skinner thing, Grace. I just... Um, we could wear your face. I can't help, help thinking of going there, maybe as an esteemed special surprise <laughs> guest, and there being four people. Oh, yeah. M- me, Al, David Badil. I, I don't think Dave would make it. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, it's a lovely idea. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. I was thinking if you had a sort of, um, here's my, if you had a, a, a lawn themed rave, so everyone has to wear. Uh, Green, yeah. All right. So that when you all dance together, yeah, you'd look like the 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 blades of grass. That would be lovely. Moving. And then when the foam aspect started, it looked like cuckoo spit. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. It could be a. It could represent a grave. I suppose it'd be a grave party. <laughs> what about that. Because we could tie that in with the Frank Skinner thing, probably. A grave, a grave rave. Grave rave. That's, yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I was also thinking of one based on... Because um, I think you need something to show on the screen, ideally. Oh, I see, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to think of something very long. And I, Have you ever seen Abel Gans's Napoleon, which I think is six and a half hours? I saw okay. it once when I... I haven't, uh, haven't seen I worked that. at an independent it's... cinema called The Triangle in uh, in Birmingham. Yeah. I think I've in, uh, clicked on it on my wish list on Netflix. I think I've, yeah. I think I've got it there on the back burner, as it were. It's a it's a cracker, and I thought the chill out room could be based on the retreat from Russia. 
Lovely. Right. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Lovely. I think that's what you... You want something that people can learn from as well as... Um, I don't, what are you going to learn from a Greg's party? <laughs> that two is the maximum number of no. sausage rolls that you, I'll tell you what you learn. that you need. It's Greg Alicia's. <laughs> <laughs> Cronbelievable. That would have been... We know we had whatever happened to acid rain the other week. That could have been the theme tune <laughs> for the acid rain things. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've had an answer to my question from earlier. One who is a hobbyist or general admirer of flags is called a vexillophile. Lovely. Just like to give out vexillophile. Some, yeah. Sometimes mm. I see this okay. show as being kind of a public service information thing. You know. Always. Okay. Try and be useful. Um. We've also heard from the outside world um, by email and tweets and text. Uh, some Berkshire Blade tweeted the show. <laughs> Berkshire Blade? Yes. Okay. Oh. You heard. Uh, idiotic Eureka moment. Parker in Thunderbirds is a pun on what he does for a job. Oh, I love that. Yeah, do you think that is? Nominative determinism at its best. Is he best? a chauffeur? Is it? Yes, he's a, he's a chauffeur. Or what a valet, valet Parker. He's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a valet stroke be. Parker, that's what he is. Yeah, I, I'd love to know if he, that he actually did get the name like that. Oh, I how, should ask... How um, could we ever find that out? I've met, I've met the voice of Parker a few times. Have you? Oh, worked with oh, them all. Yeah. He's worked with them all. Yeah, he, uh, he's okay, a very nice chap. He always tells the story of Jerry Anderson took him to a restaurant and said listen to this waiter and the waiter came over and said can I help you and he, he spoke exactly <laughs> like Parker so he just did that we've had another nominative what about Minnie Driver yeah <laughs> if only she'd been with the Albion players this yeah. week I think she <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she'd have come in handy helped. I'll tell you something though with on the uh, nominative determinism in uh, Thunderbirds there was also brains yes yeah. Of course. Now, what you've got to ask is what comes first. Well, surely that was just a nickname, wasn't was he it? Was christened Like brains? the footballers called what the person oh. who read The Guardian once. Like, you know the idea that Bomber Harris's parents showed <laughs> tremendous foresight? <laughs> <laughs> but why didn't it... It'd be good if the Thunderbirds people had all gone for the brains <laughs> thing. So Thunderbird, <laughs> Scott in Thunderbird 1 would be called, like, Aeroplane, which is basically what Thunderbird 1. Yeah. Thunderbird 2, Haulage. Yeah. yeah. He'd have been called Haulage. Alan in three would have been called Space. Gordon in four would have been called Water. You've really committed to memory, the yeah. Thunderbirds, yes. haven't you? And then number five would be Switchboard for John. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. he just stayed in space taking the calls. Right. Did you not watch Thunderbirds? Yeah, but I haven't committed every single character <laughs> to memory. To... <laughs> haven't you? No. I didn't commit them. They just there. Well, they just went in. What the strangest what character call you names. Brains? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Brains over there. There's yeah. a character, the dictionary. There's a character called Tintin. In the Thunderbirds? Yeah. Oh, I don't like it when they cross the streams. Oh, I don't That's like cross-pollination. It's weird, This though. is like when you get an Emmerdale actor in Coronation Street. It's confusing for yeah, people. Like but that. why didn't someone say... It's a, it's a female character. Why didn't someone say, um... I think there's... I wouldn't um, call it Tintin. <laughs> already had, yeah, yeah. If I come into you and I say, I've written this... But I've written a novel it's about this character called James Bond. Oh, yeah. I would hope now, let me t just give it up. 
give you a heads up. If I ever do that, <laughs> say to me, Frank, look, I'll be honest with you. There is already a James Bond uh, fictional character that's quite well known. Yeah. But they've just gone for it. I w- think this is why people aren't replying about my manuscript, Tess of the Durbervilles. <laughs> <laughs> well, depends how you're spelling it. Yeah, you did have Tessa with an A on it. We haven't got time for an, uh, another nominative determinism, have yeah, we? Go, on, go. This is from John from Manchester. He says, Frank and team, I was watching BBC's Inside the Factory last night on the catch-up. On the catch-up is great. With the episode focusing on the Ribena factory. Oh. Other fruit juices are available. As it turns out, the name of the farmer who harvests the blackberries that go into Ribena is Mr Berry. Excellent. Come on. Do you mean the real farmer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, not the... Because if it's, like, the cartoon character, then no, it would be Mr no. Berry. His name is actually yeah, Mr he's Berry. he's actually called Mr Berry, yeah. That's great. Dave Berry, in fact, does it in his spare time. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yes, Probably. when he doesn't have shifts here, we call it shifts. Is that the right being, in fact? Yeah, it's Dave Berry. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> well, every day's a weird. school day, isn't it? Yeah. I've, I've, I've been hiding my other work from them <laughs> in case they took offence. Oh, I have you. But now it turns out you can, uh, you can work in um, soft drinks industry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you remember when that gorilla... Um, Drank um, six litres of uh, yeah, yeah, and he went on a rampage. London, yes, <laughs> went on a Harambe. rampage and did the most purple wee any animal has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> um, a word saying, I would have thought. My worry about um, Dave Berry doing so much voiceover work Bam, is, is the uh, quality of his work being diluted. Oh, oh, come on. Absolutely excellent work. Because <laughs> um, there's a Matt Berry who uh, does the voices here. Yeah, Matt Berry. Slam Balam. Very fruit-based, absolutely. I'm starting to think the a place might be in the basement. <laughs> well, what's the cu- signature colour of Absolute? Come on. Oh, that's true as well. <laughs> what's oh going on goodness. here? There's, there's a definite tie-in with Absolute Ribena. Yeah, yeah, defo. There isn't a station called Absolute Ribena, is there? <laughs> well, I'm just saying there are overlords. Ribena. Do you think so? Yes. Well, I, I thought we could have got some free Ribena. <laughs> They've been very subtle about it, haven't they, until now? <laughs> they have. It's, it's like they, what, what they call those um, lizards that live under the... <laughs> the Illuminati <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> the Ribena Illuminati. Yeah, the ri- Ribenati. <laughs> We've been ruled when they have no idea. We've been we're in, we're in, we're in the clutches of um, the black current cordial world. Um, anyway, I'm not. They've been good, land. They've been good to me. Yeah. <laughs> the Ribenati. I won't hear them mocked. Um, so anyway, that's that sorted. <laughs> Um, so yes thanks for listening and if the good lord spares us and the creeks don't rise we'll be back again this time next week now get out you're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio want your Frank fix a little sooner listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM Absolute Radio